0: This week I'm just doing a quick book review of the book I've read called The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. It's a great book. I'm going to dive into a couple of key points that I can take from this book. a really, really sucks you in. What they talk about is the fact that in order to go big, you have to start off by actually going very small and narrowing your focus into one most important task, finding out what it is and just tuning into that one thing that is most important at that time. It talks about how many people see success as being a big time consuming time consuming complicated overwhelming task when actually it is just one thing done well at a time and then you move on to the next thing. Great line to sum that up of what the authors use is they talk about extraordinary success being sequential, not simultaneous. It's a sequence of events. It doesn't just all happen at the But then quickly talks about the power of the one thing being applicable to many, many, many areas. This book is a what's well, almost like a business self help self-improvement he styled book and for me I think it's come at the perfect time I still haven't frustratingly I haven't found my one thing he talks about people who have their one thing their one skill be it Seth Godin's one skill with marketing you know Bill Gates software um, you know it's athletes it could be their one skill and whatever sport discipline they practice just finding your one skill are you a writer are you an artist are you a photographer I haven't found my one skill frustratingly I need to find one but there's also all different areas where the one thing can be applied. If you start in a business, what's your one key method of selling? What's your one key method of advertising and marketing? Find out what works for you or what you think will work for you and then just double down on that. Don't do anything else, just find the one way of increasing sales and then just go all in on that one. The one way of increasing your visibility, just go for it on that. Don't do multiple products, find one product that you are fantastic at doing and then just sell that. So they're applying the one thing method or the one thing style thinking to many, many different areas. This book, is I can read it and I know it's a great book. And I know they're talking sense in this book in that focus on one thing. But it's sort of sad for me to read it as well because my my thing, my sort of passion and interest is in business generally. And I'll read business, I'll read the business papers, the business books all day, every day. And I've got lots of business ideas and they're all worrying around in my head. I want to make furniture out of recycled materials. I want to make houses out of shipping containers. I want to come up with a a really interesting um, soft drink. And I was thinking today, maybe I want to start a business selling loose leaf tea to cafes and restaurants. I want to do it all. And I want to become a chartered accountant as well. That's on my list of things to do. But it's sort of sad reading this book and knowing that the best thing to do is to just choose one thing and say no to all of the others. Just block them all out and choose one thing. It's like, I I know they're right. That's the right thing to do. But it's sort of sad in thinking that you're going to have to pass up everything else. It's about how people with a long list of things to do are just busy all day, busy, 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 and seeing that and thinking, the busier I am, the more successful I'll be. But it's quite obvious that that is not, that equation just doesn't ring true. There's plenty of busy people out there in the world who just aren't getting anywhere, and they're just busy for the sake of being busy. Great quote in this chapter is, when everything feels urgent and important, everything seems equal. We become active and busy, but this doesn't actually move us any closer to success. Activity is often unrelated to productivity and busyness rarely takes care of business there's fantastic quotes throughout this book but yeah I'm just guilty of this I used to think for, for me a good day is when I can tick off everything I've got on my to-do list but as this book just rightly points out you know that isn't going to make you successful just having shit loads of stuff to do read it because habits always come up in these sort of self-improvement books the, the role of habits in your life and how they can really really propel your success in this book it just it does a quick chapter on them And it talks about the fact that to be disciplined, everyone's always worried after thinking, I don't have enough discipline. But actually, it says here, you don't have to have a huge amount of discipline. All you need is enough discipline to form a habit. And they talk about the 66 day sweet spot in this book. There's a lot of research being done. How long does it take to form a habit? If you can keep your discipline for up to 66 days you'll have usually formed a habit, and then you don't need that discipline from there because it's, it's already a habit. Eating healthy, if you can eat healthy for 66 days, you'll then have that habit of eating healthy for, for the rest of your life, essentially, if you just keep on top of it. If you want to form a habit of reading, 10 pages per day, once you've done it 66 days, you'll just be in the habit of reading, or of learning, or whatever, or of getting out of your comfort zone. <clears throat> so we tend to look at these super successful people and think, God, they're so disciplined. Day in, day out, they're doing everything. You know, They're not eating crappy food, they're working late. They're reading, they're learning, they're pushing themselves. They must have so much discipline when actually all they have is a, a strong collection of successful habits that then they don't need much discipline to keep on top of those habits. I'm going mega deep here, so bear with me. But who are we as people, as individuals, other than just a s- selection of habits? Most of our day-to-day lives, we are just executing our day-to-day habits. So if you can select your habits and you can you know, craft them and make them part of your everyday you can choose which habits you want to have as a person you can choose which ones you don't want to have and you can make yourself whatever person you truly want to be just by the power of habit great other little chapter after about willpower and what the authors ask you to think of willpower as if it's a battery so if you've got a willpower battery and that is fully charged at the start of the day and it will deplete as you go through the day and so you've got to be aware of that you are human and your willpower will deplete throughout the day, what can you do? You can recharge it, you can rest up, you can go on holiday, you can sleep, you can keep eating good food and hydrate yourself to recharge it, but it will deplete throughout the day. There's an interesting study and part of this chapter reminds me of a book I read ages ago called Black Box Thinking is where they're, it's probably the similar research or maybe it's the same research, but they were researching courtrooms and verdicts passed in courtrooms and the judges. And they found that towards the lunch break in court, the willpower of the judge has just depleted so much and they're just tired and hungry and they're more likely to just pass a guilty verdict to the defendant or not let the defend- defendant speak. And the whole law system are like, fuck, that's, we're a fallible system here, our judges are our judges are human, can you believe it? But they are just, just as susceptible as any other human to this willpower battery that we all have inside us. The next really powerful, powerful, or one of the, if not the most powerful takeaways from this book, The One Thing, is when these guys start talking about their focusing Question. And they ask this question, and it's brilliant. They ask, well, what you've got to ask yourself every day is, what is the one thing I can do, such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And I keep saying, everything comes down to this question. If you've got any troubles going on in your life, you can always ask yourself this one focusing question, and that's actually how you get the answer. People are always thinking, how do I get the what's the answer? I need the answer. Start with the question. You ask yourself focusing questions and then you get the answer you can ask yourself what's the focusing question what's the one thing I want to do with my life and then once you've thought of that you can then break it down if that's what I want to do with my life what is the one thing I can do in the next five years such that by doing it everything else will be easier or unnecessary what's the one thing I can do this year to make everything else easier or unnecessary then you break it down into what can I do this month what can I do this week what can I do today what can I do now Set goals is that once we've broken those goals down and we can see what we need to do to get there, it all becomes a bit more reachable. Those far-flung goals that you have, you've seen the process that it will take to get there and you can start visualising your journey through it. And so it makes those goals feel like they're reachable. Remember, the further something is away, the further something is away from you, uh, the less motivation you're generally going to have in order to try and pursue it. If it's going to take you ages to get there, you've not got that current drive to start putting the wheels in motion to get there. So that's another reason why we set goals and then break them down. So we've got to choose just one thing. You've got to focus in on one thing. I think everyone knows that is the point of this book. One of my favourite quotes in this book is from a screenwriter called Sidney Howard who says, one half of knowing what you want is knowing what you must give up before you get it. Are you going to have to give up all of those other pursuits that you had planned? Are you gonna give up all of those hobbies or time fucking about or time with your family? What will you have to give up to get what you want? The great story actually on the same page and which really emphasizes how businesses need to focus on their one core competency is when it talks about when in order to get big, you need to go small. And Steve Jobs knew this. And when he returned to Apple, In 1997, he took the company from 350 products to 10. That meant saying no to 340 products that they had currently in development and just losing the whole lot. Towards the end of the book, it gets a little bit philosophical and starts talking about the sort of person that you need to become in order to achieve all this success. Great little story here. One One evening, an elder Cherokee told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside all people. He said, my son, the battle is between is between two wolves inside us. One is fear. It carries anxiety, concern, uncertainty, hesitancy, indecision, and inaction. The other is faith. It brings calm, conviction, confidence, enthusiasm, decisiveness, excitement, and action. The grandson thought about it for a moment and then meekly asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? The old Cherokee replied, the one you feed. I loved reading this book. I am guilty, dead guilty, many of the things that they warn against doing in this book. I'm trying to do juggle too many things. I've got too many things that I want to do. and I'm not narrowing down my focus to one thing, and just choosing one business to go with, one skill set, and just doubling down on all of that, and just saying no to everything else. I need to start the domino effect that they talk about by knocking down that first domino, and start starting the sequence of success. I need to ask myself that one focusing question. And once I find the answer to it, what one thing should I do? I need to say no to everything else. I need to time block hours of my day and parts of my day and focus in on this one thing. And then once I've done that, I'll have no life regrets. And then I can move on to the next bigger domino.